Behind the Stethoscope, the dark side of nursing. On this podcast, we're going to talk about all the things they don't teach you in nursing school and on-the-job orientation. The illegal, unethical, and unsafe issues nurses are dealing with every day that result in moral injuries. We're going to talk about abuse of healthcare workers. My abuse. I've been a nurse for eight and a half years and I'm not renewing my license this year. This is my story of leaving healthcare. The following audio was recorded the night prior to my last shift as a registered nurse working at the Canyon County Jail in Caldwell, Idaho. I was employed by Vital Corps. The man you hear is Joshua Tuckett. He's a registered nurse and the site HSA who was previously employed at a corporate level by Vital Corps, but was demoted and sent to Caldwell. They knew he was an issue. After meeting with Jan from corporate, which you'll hear in the later part of the audio, I agreed to move forward with the company under changed circumstances and with some resources such as policies and procedures and writing, which I had not had for seven months. I eventually started basically a one-woman strike calling off until I got the resources, training, and policies I needed. The following night, after agreeing to move forward and excitedly hoping I would be able to keep my job that I love very much, I was retaliated against by men and women, and I was sexually harassed by women. I was physically blocked into my nurse's desk by two women. I want to say that most of the men and women I worked with at the Canyon County Jail were very professional and kind at all times. In my first podcast episode, we will discuss the events that took place in the seven months prior to this meeting and the night after, which was my last night employed with Vital Corps. I'll tell you why nurses are leaving healthcare. This is my story. Hi, Tiffany. I haven't seen you forever. You look so cute. Okay, pray and get some food and then we'll get started. The last one is the same front. <laughs> nope. Are we just listening, Liz? Yeah, she just came in. There was a straggler on the blood shirt that came down as we were walking through the door. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, Okay, so we're going to start with, why are we here? Let's start recording as well. Okay, for the meeting today, the first agenda item, why are we here? Um, the first reason that we're here is to provide good care to the incarcerated population. That's our number one mission. That's our number one job. That's what we're here to do. And that's what um, it's what we should want. We shouldn't ever feel like taking care of a patient is a burden. We shouldn't ever feel like we're too busy to go and take care of someone. Because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're here for. Um, It's really important in, to hit a point of burnout in corrections. Um, we deal with a hard population. We deal with hard people. But 
we need to take time to make sure that we're refocusing and we're looking at why we're here and and that we're still in line with that vision to take care of the incarcerated people. They deserve it. They need the care. They desperately need the care. And they deserve it. Um, we're here to be part of something bigger. We have an impact. The things that we do here has an impact on the community. Um, if the population that we deal with is some of the most underserved people in the entire valley, in the entire state. They're not getting their medical care. They're not following up on the things that they need to. They're not, if they've got symptoms of sexually transmitted diseases, are they really following through on treatment? Are they, I feel like I'm scared of just a few, but. They need to, they need help in that. And we need to be willing to take the time to educate them on, on how they, ways that they can get the help while they're here and ways that they can get the help while they're out. Um, I talked about STD testing. I saw a big article yesterday about STDs, syphilis, gonorrhea, and uh, chlamydia are all on the rise across the United States, everywhere. So this is, our population is usually the most at risk for those sorts of things. Uh, we're here to be compensated fairly for our work. Um, I know that's been a point of contention. I know it has. Um, that situation has been resolved. And I'm hoping that everybody can move forward and move past. Um, it was a very long, ongoing situation, but it was never ignored. <laughs> it was never anything that um, was not all that what it was something that was followed very very closely by myself by Jan by our HR department. May I ask questions about that? Um, I'm, sure. I'm still confused as how a non-licensed person suddenly became licensed and was making more money than LPNs. Okay, so that's that's the situation that I'm saying we're trying to move past. It's well, I'm unable to move past it until I have an answer. I guess is where I'm coming from. How do I know it won't happen again? Then maybe we should talk about it afterwards. Okay. Because the, the idea of this meeting is we need to decide if we can move forward. Right. We need to decide if this is the right place. Um, the next part, why are we here? We're here to find rewards working in part of the team. Um, it's miserable to work with people that are miserable. It's hard to work with people that are negative and angry. And it's hard to trust your coworkers when you feel like everybody is talking behind your back. Or you're hearing people talk about each other. Um, it makes a terrible work environment. None of us deserve that. None of us do. The last reason that we need to be here is to support each other so that we can all grow. Everybody here has something to offer for everybody else. There's areas where you're strong and other, somebody else might be weak. Um, that's with knowledge, that's with life, that's with everything. If, uh, and if we're supporting each other, if we're listening to each other, if we're helping each other, then we're all going to grow and we're all going to be better for it. Um, this has been a big issue. 
It's been a big issue. And I, I don't, I've never wanted this. I've never wanted to be part of a team that doesn't support each other. So I'm going to move on. Our mission and what we're working towards. So our mission, and this is in the, uh, the handbook, the employee handbook, to establish a culture that recognizes the value of each patient, team member, and client through productive or product and service excellence that results in the most positive clinical experience. Not only are we looking for good care, we're looking for positive clinical experience. Um, again, we have difficult patients, and there are patients that we need to set very strong boundaries with, but that doesn't mean we can't have a positive, positive clinical experience with them. Um, because sometimes their need is, hey, you need to go down and you need to calm down and you need to sit in the cell until you're ready to talk to us. Um, but it doesn't have to be a, an, an adversarial relationship. Um, moving down to our core values, I'm going to just highlight a couple of these. Continuous improvement. Um, that that improvement, that's not just for us in providing healthcare, it's us as people. We need to give everybody the chance to improve. We need to give everybody the chance to grow because again, we're not all strong in every single area. There's areas where we need to improve and we need to support each other in that growth because if we're not supporting each other, all we're doing is tearing people down. Next, the team concept. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as we get down. Honesty and integrity. Um, we shouldn't be saying stuff about people behind their back. We shouldn't be gossiping about people. This isn't that setting. It's not. And it doesn't need to be. If if you really want your workplace to be a positive place, to be somewhere that you enjoy being, you, as each individual, have to make that decision. And we'll talk about that a little bit as well. Okay, moving on, a couple of the guiding principles I wanted to talk about. We're gonna move down, all work is important. Never think you are too big to do a job. Um, I don't care what your license is, I don't care what your experience is, you're never too big to jump in and help your coworkers that need help. Uh, next, connect. Make take a moment to fully engage with others. Listen, laugh, remember their name, and encourage them. Um, again, that goes back to that team. We want, I want us to be a team. I want us to come into work and enjoy being here. Um, communicate. I know that's something that's come up quite a bit as one of my weaknesses. I have heard that and I am trying to be more open and communicative about what's going on. It's going to help now that I'm back on day shift and that I'm seeing a lot more of you more often. Um, but I'm going to be communicative on my side but I need that from you guys as well. Um, I need feedback. I need feedback. It's, it's okay to say, hey, I haven't heard from you for a while. Can you update us on what's going on? 
I'm going to go back to trying to do those weekly update emails. Um, I also started sending out some training. Uh, that was one of the things that's come up that I heard some feedback from me that I heard. We need more training. We do. We absolutely do. And so I'm working on that. Um, I've made some handouts. I've made some videos. I've got very little feedback on those. So I don't know from anybody if those have been helpful, if they haven't been helpful, if they'd like to see something different. So give me feedback. Let me know. Um, next, say thank you. And then that kind of goes into the next one, smile. This goes back to we are the ones, and we're going to go down to rulers and how to stop them. We're the ones that decide what the activities that we engage in and the attitude that we have. I can't change anybody's attitude but my own. I can't change anybody's feelings about work but my own. And with that, um, we've had a lot of problems with rumors. We've had a lot of problems with people talking about each other. It's got to stop. It doesn't do anything good for anyone. For anyone. The only thing it does is makes people miserable. If somebody's going through a challenge, if they're having a hard time, thank you, Ashley. If they're having a hard time, um, is it really helpful that we're talking about them behind their back? Is that helpful? Does that help anyone? No, it doesn't. If you've got concerns about people, you have to bring it to Barb and I. And that's got to start. With that, mm -hmm. when you bring concerns to Barb and I, we might not necessarily get back to you on what's happened with those. Because sometimes there's things that Barb and I do, and Jan, to a lesser degree, that isn't everybody's business. It's not. And I will make a much better effort of hearing you guys, knowing your concerns, and then at least getting back and saying, hey, just so you know, I've looked into this, or I've addressed this. Okay? I'll work on that. Um, next is bullying. And I hope never to have to have this conversation in an adult workplace. But there's bullying going on. People are being mean to each other. They're being mean. And it's unacceptable. And it's not going to be tolerated. There's been a lot of things that we've had to do on the admin side to really get us in this spot where I think this is the part where we can start moving forward. This is the place where we can start growing together as a team. It's got to end. Okay, next. So how do we move forward? This is very heavy. That's been very heavy. And I don't want this meeting to be all heavy. Um, so how do we move forward? Um, on the admin side, we've made some changes. And we've really looked hard, myself and Jan, at what's going on and what I'm doing as a leader and what I could do better. But I need some. I need some grace. I need some time to be able to um, improve myself, to improve the team, to improve our processes. But I also need. I need time for that. I also need support in that too. Um, again, it's going back to everybody gets to decide who they want to be when they come. Back. Everybody gets to decide when they wake up in the morning. In the morning, if they're going to have a good day at work or not. 
You might have a hard day, but that doesn't mean you have to have a bad day, because they're not the same thing. Um, think with care and compassion. You know, think about each other. Everybody in this room is going through something in their personal life. Every single person in this room. Um, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes life is a little easier, and sometimes it's hard. But there's always stuff going on in everybody's life. Everybody needs help sometimes. Everybody's not running at 100% sometimes. It just happens that way. That's the way life is. And if we're helping each other and supporting each other, um, that goes a long way. It goes a really long way. Do what's right. Um, the people that we take care of are people, and we need to treat them like people. And again, it can be frustrating. It can be hard. And sometimes that black humor gets in, but sometimes that's just a way to cope. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is treat your people well. Somebody starts arguing and escalating, you don't have to argue and escalate with them. Take a little bit of time and try and understand. Try and understand where they're at. Um, overnight, spend a lot of time on overnight. They're not in a very good place. And they're going to lash, at times they lash out. You know, you, you know. At times they lash out. I don't think it's anything personal. I had one guy threaten to kill me. I was like, yeah, okay, all right. Um, I don't think it was personal against me. I think he was just very intoxicated and very upset about being arrested. Um, this is a traumatic event for people. It should be a traumatic event. They're going through emotional trauma. Every single person that's coming in is going through a degree of emotional trauma because they're losing something. Um, support each other, work as a team. Remember, everybody has a voice. And again, I am committing on my end to be better at listening to those voices, to be better about communicating those voices. But everybody has a voice. Everybody has a say here. Um, I don't run, I don't manage in a way that my it's my way or the highway. I don't. I don't. I want you guys to give me feedback on the jobs that you're doing. Because you know your job better than I know your job. Um, Remove your work blinders. Work blinders, if you guys know what blinders are, any of you Blinders, they cover so you can't see to the side. Sometimes it's easy to come in and say, you know what, this is my job, this is my position, and I'm going to sit right here, and I'm not going to look at what else is going on around. There's times that maybe intake needs help, and clinic's doing okay. Or maybe clinic needs help, and intake's doing okay. Or Maybe clinics all caught up and pill pass might need a little bit of help. I mean, there's always work to do and we can always be reaching out and trying to help each other. Um, it's short right now. It's really short. Everybody's carrying a heavy burden. Um, so help each other. Um, so going down to my commitment. So my commitment to you guys. I am passionate about correctional care. If you guys don't know that about me, I am. I'm passionate about correctional medical care. I've been in it a long time. I've done it for a long time. I believe in it. I believe that we do something that's really important. We do something that shapes our community and changes our community. We take care of people that really need that care. This is what I believe in. This is what I'm passionate about. And I will be here as many hours, as many days as I need to be 
until we get this place working in a way that we're delivering that mess that that we're able to as a team work together to make that happen to make a difference um i don't want this to be a miserable place to work nobody wants this to be a miserable place to work i want everybody to come in and be like yeah what i do matters my voice is heard and i feel like i'm being supported and those are the things that i'm really looking at and i'm really working on but I need support from you guys as well. Um, it's a big burden to carry right now. There's a lot. Uh, but And I want to thank everybody that's been pitching in because there's been a lot of people that have been pitching in. I want to thank you. Uh, but it is important, and that's my commitment, that I will be here, that I will always try and improve myself, that I can't always be, be the one, I, I can't always say that you're not going to get upset with me or be upset with the decisions that I make, but I promise that I am working every single day to make this place better and to, and to show that we're providing really good care here, and it's important to me. Okay, last part. Staff expectations. My expectations of you guys. I expect quality work. I don't want to see half done work. I don't want to see half done assessments. Um, intake, take your time. Take your time. Really decide what the patient in front of you needs and follow through on that. Do you know how much time you save for everybody else by being like, okay, so you've got this and this and this. Let's make sure we've got referrals in. Let's make sure we've got this done. It saves so much time uh, by us taking care of the patients when we when we're seeing them when we see them when by addressing their needs we're stopping them from having to ask for their needs again and again i'm going to highlight on that needs not necessarily wants but their needs so we're here to take care of them so let's do it um i'm gonna pick back up to looking through uh as i've got time to do some auditing and to provide feedback to everybody, because I think that's important. I want feedback. I need feedback to improve. Um, anytime I send somebody feedback, it's never in a way that I mean, oh, I got you. I caught you doing something wrong. No, it's about, hey, I noticed this. Um, if you have questions, let's talk about it. If not, um, maybe it was just a one-off. I don't know. But I want to provide feedback for you guys. But I don't want you to feel like that's in a negative way because it's not. It's not meant to be a negative way. Um, I want to support and I want to help everybody to get better at the job that we do, including myself. So, um, so use. I talked a little bit about this, but use your nursing judgment and be thorough. Come up with your plan of care and make a good plan of care. Um, in some ways, we. We make more decisions and corrections for patient care than you do in almost any other setting. Um, so be really think deep about it. Start to change your mindset from let's just do what we the minimum we need to do to get this guy out of the room to how are we going to address everything that needs to be done. Um, and then talk to the providers about that. I can't tell you how many times I message Matt and like. Hey, I saw this guy. He has this and this and this. He hasn't had labs forever. What do you think about doing some baseline labs right now? And this and this. <clears throat> and 
he'll either get back to me and say, that's a great idea, or he'll get back and say, no, we don't want to do that at all. Um, and that's okay, that's his decision. I actually had that the other day. We had a, a patient that I came up with a plan, me and Don came up with a plan on how we were going to take care of him. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk to Matt. This makes sense. This is a great idea. And I sent a message to Matt, and Matt was like, no, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Um, but at least I'm trying to think and learn in the role that I am. We're, the other part with that is in growing is we're adults. And so our education and our growth, to some extent, is on us. It's okay if you've got free time. Get on YouTube. We have access to YouTube. Get on YouTube and be like, how do you do an ankle assessment? What's the best way to look at a shoulder? Um, I had a nurse that I worked with um, that some of you know, um, and he has a lot more self-confidence than I do, but he was doing sick call out of the prison, and he would pull the patient in and be like, okay, so what's going on? And the patient would tell him. And he'd, and he'd pull up YouTube right there, and him and the patient would sit and watch how to do it, do the assessment, and they'd be like, okay, let's do it. Um, I don't know that I have the guts to do that, but there's a lot of resources out there and a lot of easy resources. So take the time to go, oh, what, you know, what are the things that I want to know, that I want to grow in, and use those resources. You, for a lot of us, there's times in our shift that we can stop and say, okay, let's take a minute and watch this. Let's take a minute and learn more about this topic. Um, so, uh, the next expectation that I have is time and attendance, and this is something that we're I'm going to start really focusing on. Um, you're expected to show up to work on time. You're expected to um, stay for your shift, and you're expected to go home on time. And that's not just an expectation of me. That should be an expectation of you guys as well. Um, I don't want to. I don't want a facility, and I've seen facilities that have this, where you you think, oh, I'm going to do my 12-hour shift. I don't even know if I'm going to get to go home at the end. Um, I know people that I know facilities in this situation. I don't want that for any of you. I want you to know this is when I'm going to be here. This is when I'm going to get to go home. Um, and we do that for each other. Um, when, I, I want to, everybody to take some time. The attendance policy is on page 89 in the book. Just read through that and let me know if you have any questions. Um, the last thing in the book, and I went through a couple of them, there's the mission, vision, core values, and guiding principles of Vital Core. Um, they're good. They're good. But they're only as good as if we know what they are. Um, I'm working with Jan. We're going to get some stuff that we can hang up. But take some time. Read your employee handbook. Read what those are. Because that's the direction that I'm going to start really striving for. It's following those. So, okay, I'm going to go ahead and open it up. Um, some of the questions I might, I might just say, let's talk about this individually. But does anybody have thoughts or questions? Yeah. Are we going to get like a standard of policies? I know, yeah. like different from these, like yes. how we're supposed to be doing things. Yes. Now that we I have. have so many more like new employees, yep. and then me being on nights and I'm the only one. There's people that come up and ask me questions. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like for, for example, like <clears throat> who gets a bottom bunk? And it's always, and I know you've said it in the email, but it's just an example of like, oh, okay, if they're over 65, if they're pregnant, or if they have like history of seizures or diabetic, but then no one else gets one. But then there's been 
issues where it's like, okay, but they have like back issues. We send them release of information. And then like, I think yesterday, um, Davidson came in and was like, hey, how long do we keep doing the, um, the food blog? And then Barb had to answer it. So I was like, oh, shit, I don't know, because I don't do it. They're always starting before I get here. So, which is kind of sad because I've been here for like three years, but I'm like, I've got I don't know, because there's never been an actual like standard ever been set. It's always from, oh, this is how we do it. And then another person will be like, oh, well, this is how I've done it. Oh, this is how I've done it. It's always been from right. some of us, never been an actual like standard. Right. So, so if we can get something like that, that'd be yep. great. That'll come kind of in two forms. I have the policy and procedures. Um, I made the binders. I'm going to bring them in. Uh, probably with me tomorrow, I'll make sure that I put them in my car so I bring them in tomorrow. Um, but then part of that too is going to be the things that are confusing we need to set. Um, I mean, we did the, I sent out the one about creams and lotions and what to use those. I mean, I can do those things for lots. Barb and I can work on those things together on what are the standards that we're going to follow. The nice thing about that for you guys is it takes the pressure off of you to be the bad guy. You're going to make me the bad guy. Hey, my boss says these are the things. Um, if you've got an issue with that, you'll just have to put in a, a concern form on it. So um, those things, I mean, that's a very good one, the uh, uh, bottom bunk, because it comes up. It comes up all the time. Uh, double mattress. Like, when is a double mattress appropriate? Uh, those sorts of things. So. What about having electronic access to the policies? Like through ADP or through some sort of Microsoft SharePoint. We'll have um, to work on HR is working on that. They um, purchased a program that hasn't worked like they thought it was going to, so they are getting closer. So at this point, any access to a policy has to come through the HSA. No, it'll be postal buyers. Okay. But right now, any policy has to be word of mouth. Like as of, I mean, as I, of I this moment, in the policy binders. Right. Tomorrow, so oh, okay. Tomorrow, so be there'll be policies for bunks and diets and all of that stuff tomorrow. Um, if it's not specifically addressed in the policy, then we can make one for here. Okay. Like de ones. detox, all of it. I think I've outlined it several times. What what my uh, confusion is. Yeah. 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 There used to be like a. When art used to be here, there used to be like a form on the side of the wall of like what diets were appropriate, like the cardiac diet. Yeah, I think he made it up himself or something. He, he, he made up a lot and of he's like, stuff He's like, oh, they have to be like BMI above 30, you know, like, yeah. but it was kind of like a guideline and then all of a sudden it was gone. So then I can't remember ever. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't know if they actually qualify for that because there's, like I said, there's no standard of what. Right. We need to be informed. Right. Um, Long-term, my vision on this is, as we make these like handout type things, that there's a binder that is labeled and it says bottom bunk and it says this and it says this, and that that is posted throughout the facility various places throughout the facility. So it's available. I know it's going to probably be beating a dead horse, but can we have that access electronically? That way, like sure. binders are great, I, I'll have to but look, like I'll have to look into that. <laughs> We do have, I don't, I don't know, I don't have a good answer for that because okay. it goes into the IT realm. Um, I know it's, I, actually, I don't know what's 
So I think I the issue with the binders is that when a policy expires, that like that's a that's a lot of work to keep an up to date policy oh, binder. Like that's like a part time job right there. And anytime a policy is uploaded, we can just upload it into whatever system. That way, we're not always kind of chasing our tail, going, "Is this the up to date policy? Is this not?" Right. Emailing people, "Is this the right one? Is this not?" It so would be immediate. There is a medical drive on the county server that we can utilize. Um, I don't know. It hasn't been utilized for many years, so I don't know that everybody would have access to it. So that's something I can look into, and we can definitely keep those there until the vital cores program comes out, which will be web-based. And they want those binders to be updated and accurate. There is someone who does that for us by full time. So she sends us out a policy when it changes. That's what Josh is talking about. We just got the the copies of all the policies and procedures. Josh put it together. Um, he'll bring them to staff meeting. Dr. Norris is her name. She sends out, these are the policies we're going to work on this month. You will have an attestation statement that you will sign saying, yes, I got a copy of this, yes, I understand it. Um, so there's going to be much more of a focus on the policies. Like I said, they're going to try and put them online as well. But the thing that won't be there is your site specific. So when you have a specific policy or what you do here at this site is different than the vital core policy, you'll have a site-specific policy that will be behind the policy in the book. So that's the piece that won't be online. But we can, I, I mean, we can always work on it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll talk with IT, county IT, about the IT drive. So, and making sure everybody has access to it, and then we can post it there. Also, it's uh, just a, it's a nice little cheat, so you can just hit Control-F and then find you know, whatever you have, if you're looking for mattresses, you could type in mattresses and it pulls up the policies that says mattress in it. It saves so much time. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be great. That would be really great. Is there going to be like a juvenile specific policy? There is. <laughs> yes, there is. He's like, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll have, a, I have one specifically for you. Okay, anything else? Uh, this is going to sound weird because it doesn't really pertain to me anymore. But when new hires are hired, are there is there going to be like a little like actual training team that they can go through? Because yep. for the longest time they would just kind of be thrown around. Right. Like, oh, you're going to be doing this. Oh, you're going to be over here the next day. When like other places have like an actual like schedule, kind of like of what you're going to do. And even the deputies have one mm -hmm. where they stay with the same trainer for a while. And then they switch to another one, but they get those right. that familiarity with a someone, checklist. and then they actually like they know what they're supposed to be doing. Right. And then when you kind of just throw them around, then we don't really know. Like one day someone will be training with me, and then the next day they'll be gone. Yeah. You know, so I'll be like, oh, and I don't even know what I'm supposed to be showing them either, because right. there's not even like a little book. Right. Being like, okay, they don't know how to do this, they don't know how to do that, they haven't been shown this. So, and then sometimes when they're new, they don't remember all the stuff that oh, they have been shown. Absolutely. You know, so. It's a lot to begin in a new job, especially yeah. 
especially a new job like this. And I um, feel like that would help keep people a lot too, if they know what they're actually expected of. So that's something I've been working on, um, starting this, Jesus, this Friday. Um, so Thursday, our new guy, um, Jay or Javier, he'll start, and he's with Kobiski all day on Thursday. On Friday, I've reserved this room for him and I from eight until one. Um, that's going to be the start of it. We're going to start going through everything. I'm going to go through ADP. I'm going to go through the introduction, Corey Mar. I'm going to do a lot of that right up front. Um, the checklist is a great idea, and I've done that before in the past. I'll have to make it. Um, but these are the so you're training in sick call or clinic. These are the things that I want you to see, and when right. you see me, you check it off. Right. These are the things I want you. So now you're doing med pass. These are what. These are the things that you need to check off. Mm -hmm. um, no, that would be a great thing. I just think it would be pretty helpful. Because then yeah. they'll be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be like, literally learning. Yeah. Or I haven't even like pertained to this. I don't know anything about this. Because I know when Amy was with me, there was times where I'm like, well, what do you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm not sure what I need to know. Yeah. Like, well, we were just. I don't know either. Yeah. Okay. And then a lot of things have come up since I stopped training that I just didn't have an opportunity to witness while I was training, like the jailbreak and the cell extraction. Well, uh, some of those things. <laughs> some of those happen too often. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, some of those things you won't be able to plan for, but you can at least address them verbally and mm -hmm. given expectation of what the nurse is supposed to do when those things happen. Because having not worked in corrections before, there was a lot of things that I did not understand mm -hmm. uh, with regard to giving care here, with regard to safety, with regard to speaking on the radio, yeah. you name it. Actually, actually the, that's funny. That's what Kobiski and I talked about. Yeah. He's going to do a class for everybody. Yeah. On, I, on so. The on how to talk on how to use the radio. Yeah. All of that would have been great to know coming in because I've been here seven months. Right. Right. Okay, anything else? Anybody online have any questions? Uh, how about you guys online? Jake, Amy, Don, do you guys have anything? No, I don't want Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have two things before yes. you close out. So just for transparency's sake, I think it's important that we let Amy kind of talk a little bit about what we talked about earlier. But I want to speak to that if it's okay with you guys. I'm kind of, I go rogue sometimes. Okay, I do too. Going, oh, I do no, too. We don't want her talking. <laughs> but um, if I could speak to what you asked about, I started my prison experience as a, medical assistant. I wasn't licensed. And because of my experience and my time, I was actually paid as an RN, even though I wasn't licensed. Mm -hmm. And so there are a few of us out there that are a little bit advanced. Um, you know, if you go out and like Josh said, like I was one of those YouTube learners. All you nurses, I was so jealous of. Like I wanted to be a nurse, but I didn't have the time to go to school or the money. I had kids. I was a mom. And so I learned as much as I could to be as effective. Obviously, I wasn't as good as because I wasn't licensed. But there were a lot of times I learned from great people. And I worked with a doctor. And when the doctor would give an order, I'd have to get a nurse to come over to take the order because I couldn't do right. it. But they saw my value and they paid me because I was an RN. Um, eventually, with the privatization of prisons and jails, I was in a 
position where I was going to lose my job because I wasn't licensed. And so I was told, you either go get your license to prove you're kind of like a qualified nurse or get out. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And I didn't stop there. Yeah. And so I hope that that's inspiration for people who yeah. are the, you know, the CNAs, the yeah. EMTs, the medical assistants. Keep going. For sure. Fight for yourself Absolutely. to get into those positions because you've earned it. Absolutely. But also I had to face if I didn't get that education and that license, pass that NCLEX exam, that I was no longer going to have a job. Right. And so I think that that's where we find ourselves is as the world is evolving and the companies are evolving and wanting something different or the, the county jails are wanting something different. When they're the ones writing those contracts saying we want this and we want this and we want this, whether it be commissary, kitchen, medical we have to give them what they're asking for. Yeah. And so I would have been without a job yeah. had I not gotten my nursing license. Yeah. So I hope that helps a little bit. It does, it does help. And I am very supportive of um, people furthering their education and advancing their degrees. And I have, I mean, I've helped, uh, you know, some people that are in LPN school trying to become RNs now and, and CNAs that were CNAs with me at St. L's on the medical floor that are now RNs. Um, so I'm happy to support and teach and help mm -hmm. and do anything I can. It was, so I'm, I've, like I said, I've never worked in corrections. I've never heard of such a thing before. And also it was misrepresented over and over again. That is the problem that I have. I understand that. Makes yeah. sense. Because I think that is part of the problem. Yeah. There was dishonesty regarding it, even after it was brought to the attention of administration multiple times. That's the piece that's sticking for me that I can't get around. So then for you, then it's just really a trust. like a Yes, it's a trust, trust more so and respect itself. and integrity issue for okay. me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I'd like to speak to is with the policies. Um, I know they're not available online, um, but I'm not here enough either. So I always reach out to Josh and say, hey, can you forward me this policy? And he always has. Yeah. So, We've, Josh, I've, I've had an opposite experience. I haven't been uh, getting information back, so there hasn't been very much response, unfortunately. Okay. So that's why Well, I've had to go a little rogue. And, well, I think today that we've heard some pretty transparency, and I think that we've heard some commitment for change, too. Yes. So I think that at that point, we just all, like, are we ready to do this? You know, are we ready to move forward? Or can, you know, what is it going to take to heal that bridge? And if I can help in any way, let me know. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. absolutely. I really and do. Thank you. Thanks. Thank everybody. I really appreciate the support that you guys give me. You guys are my eyes and my hands in the trenches, and I can't say how much I love all of you guys. Well, we love you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Please have some food. Please have some food. And that's it. I don't think once at all. Get the rest. Get the rest. Josh, where would be an okay place for? Is it okay if Barb joins us? Yeah. Perfect. For me to have a
So I just wanted to touch base with you since I was here and um, and see how I know it's only been a few days since we talked on yeah. the phone. So yeah. it's not like there's been a whole bunch of change. Yeah. But see how you're feeling about things. Yeah. What you need. Um. I mean, I don't feel better to be honest. I feel I like got that impression. there's been a lot of dishonesty and a lot of covering up and I don't like it. So about Kayla specifically? That and other issues. Other things? Mm -hmm. Yes. And it, it's me that's been um, including security. I guess I'll identify myself as a whistleblower at this point. That's fine. I don't, I'm not quitting, but I can't continue to work under the current circumstances, so I'd like some kind of resolution. Amy Stuffman has been incredibly mistreated, so has Barb, so have a lot of us. And you're part of the problem, because you've, you've been part of it the whole time. How do you say By not resolving the issues that you know that we've had here. So what? The issues were here before I got here. The message I got <clears throat> during our meeting with HR was that I'm the problem. It's my responsibility to be trained. I need to take accountability for my employment here, and that's what I've been trying to do. And I'm not getting answers, and people are at risk, both employees, security staff, and patients. I've done it the appropriate ways, and then I started doing it in inappropriate ways. And I'll continue to do it, even if that means picketing the sidewalk. Because what's been going on is not fair, and it's not legal. Like what? Like paying two people a $10 an hour difference to do the same job when one doesn't have any different credentialing than the others. For starters, I owned a business for 17 years. And my son is an HR director. So that's these are all fine. Yes. But that's been resolved. Yes. That what about unlicensed staff canceling licensed staff orders? So we talked about that with But I don't HR know what's think. been so resolved. I don't know what's in place to fix any no, of this. You were going to send us examples of that. No, I wasn't. You said you were going to look into examples of that. No, Josh I said. can't look into okay. examples. Um, well, then maybe just follow up with the treatment orders for detox and whether or not those patients are getting their clonopin. Okay. That oh, would yeah, be a good Josh start said. because Kayla didn't want to give it, therefore she was just discontinuing the orders that the provider gives to us for detox, which is illegal. And I raised this issue a long time ago. Okay, so there are um, so from your standpoint, mm -hmm. The only acceptable resolution then is for Josh to be gone? Yes. He's created this environment and situation and he's allowed it to go on. He went MIA after the death instead of stepping up and giving us what we needed, the support 
and leadership, he started disappearing. We could not get a hold of him. He wasn't physically here. He didn't respond to emails, texts, nothing. He threatened me the other night after Barb was off the phone and it was just the two of us. He wouldn't let me have security standby or anybody be present. Jake was there and he can tell you what happened that night. Josh threatened me, said that I was abandoning patients. He said that over and over loudly as I asked to go home because he made it so that I was unable to work that night. I showed up, I was on time, prepared to work. It was my discussion with him that made me leave. So it's silly things that are adding up that for someone like Amy who was already just when your boss walks in with this one used to late and says, I'm going to my office, I'll be available for cuts. When he was there to train us. So he can't he hasn't been on time for one shift. He's ten minutes late or more every single time. Our own shift, day shift. Any shift. Doesn't matter. He's yes, he's really been late. And he's he's really been late. And he's late. But I think in a normal or or if things were much more calm or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think some of these things wouldn't be such a big sure. deal. I get that. But when when your boss is supposed to be training you and walks in and says, I'll be in my office for hugs. I know how to be a nurse and a leader. I need guidance on this job. I don't know how to work in corrections. I don't understand the legalities. I don't know that piece of things. I was excited to work here. Josh told me he had his certification in corrections. I was excited to learn something new. Yeah, he does. And I've, he's, he has let me down and every other staff member on this team. He's betrayed our trust. He's lied to us. And I'm not going to mince words. That's what's happened. And I'm not going to be part of it anymore. There's a lot of people being hurt, both staff and potential for patients to be hurt. My grandkids' aunt came in over the weekend on Sentinel. She's here in this jail. I have a vested interest in keeping this community safe. I raised my kids here. My grandkids are growing up here. And there's nothing I won't say or do to make sure it's safe. Well, I'm still confused on why you say it's unsafe. Well, do you think having one staff for four different buildings for a 12-hour shift with over 500 people is safe? Actually, yes. Okay. But How? is that what we want to happen all the time? Absolutely not. You Will think that's happen? a safe staffing ratio? One to 500 and four different You're not buildings? taking care of 500 people. I, I could be taking care of multiple emergencies at one time. You could. And sometimes, as the RN, you might be on shift alone. We do not ever want that to happen. But that's not what I was told when I was employed. So you guys are not living up to your end of the contract. We're trying. I know. Because you have to hire people. We can't. Yes, and you have to have your HSA showing up for interviews and following through with calling people, don't you? Because that's not happening. How do you know? I know, because a man showed up for an interview and Josh wasn't here to interview him and Barb had to come. 
That's how I know. Because it's a very small place. Well, I'm not interviewing. I'm fine. Yes. But, but Josh was supposed to be here. Supposed and to be here, that's it's just seven. one other I mean that's I none of my business I'm just saying it's a and small place I don't want to know any of this stuff trust me ask them what they know about me very little because I don't come to work blabbing my personal business and acting like it's my therapy they know a few things that I have children grandchildren whatnot cats but I don't bring my messy personal life and dump it on my co-workers and that is what is going on at this place. There's nowhere to have a private conversation. I understand that things happen and it's, some of it is not intentional, but we all know everything. And if we don't know, security tells us. That's a big, that so is a big issue here. Security. A lot of the information that I know came to me from security, not from your staff. So, well, and then that's frankly none of their business and it's, unfortunate that they find the need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, I yeah. know people are human and they're going to, so I, but at the same time where you're pulling me into it and saying I'm part of the problem, that's not fair to me at all, and I'm not part of the problem. Okay. I you hope I'm wrong. No idea I what hope I'm I am doing. wrong. Okay. I, then I apologize. But you are saying that out loud to everyone. Well, you have known about the problem with Kayla prior to me being here, and it continued for a very, I very long time. I solved the problem with Kayla. After which, I called off and no, refused to come no. back in. That's how it looks to no, me. I know it does. The catalyst there. works to me, but the reason we're here today okay, is because I called way off. back in? No. Absolutely okay. had nothing to do okay. with it. Uh, way back in September ish, this came to my attention. And um, I had to address it because it was now something I was aware of. Um, there too many details there. There was a discussion. We came up with a was I involved in September or was that just Josh? No, we talked to you about it. I know he went out and called. So I came and talked to Josh and I said, this has to be solved. Something has to happen because so everybody got So that. anyway, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. So no. let's say September, we came up with a plan. Um, she had to find out when can she have it done realistically what does that look like we met with hr what if her um pay was decreased then we met with hr felt like was the pay decreased yeah. because she told everybody yeah. you guys just told her you were no. going to and didn't no it went through you're sure about it yeah okay Oh, yeah. Because she still says she was making $29 an hour. She was. She was. It was reinstated because we met with HR, and this is probably more than I can share with you, but I'm going to because this has got to stop. Mm -hmm. um, after meeting with HR, HR and all of us felt like the fair thing to do for our employee was to leave the um, amount where it was 
and part of that was because of the way the uh, offer letter was written. So the fair thing to do was to leave it, but give her a deadline of when she needed to have her paramedic license, but um, she couldn't function as a paramedic. She couldn't do any of those things, and those are hard boundaries, you know, when you're when you've got those problems, but or when you've got a license issue. Another thing I wanted to tell you about the license, the paramedic license. Um, used to be that the paramedics independently had a mentor or a, a uh, someone who oversees their license and their training. I don't remember what it's called for paramedics, but something. Okay. But but they had somebody locally. So for jails, it was, um, or I mean for prisons. It was the medical director. Um, for for EMS, it was one of their um, lieutenants or something that had the oversight for all paramedics. What happened was then they said you, as long as you have meet these criteria, you don't even have to have that license. So many, and this is what happened to Kayla, many of her, many paramedics who say worked for the prison thought, well, I'm just going to work for the prison. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to need that license. Why do all these things to keep it? Because the preceptor person was, um, was, the was signing off on it. Mm -hmm. So when she came to work for VitalCore, VitalCore said, well, that doesn't work here. You need your license. You need to get it updated. But then why was she listed on the schedule as a paramedic? I don't know about that. Okay. Um, until she had that license, she should be listed as a medtech. So then all these people have are paramedics but they don't have a license and if they go somewhere else the states then changed it and it's now a federal I almost had the word federal governing body mm -hmm. that oversees or something. yeah that all of their training now goes through that right. person that group and that's where they get their licensure and show that they passed all of their everything. Right. That's what she was needing to do and go okay. through. We were very fair with her. Um, probably, I don't know if it's overly the right word, but very fair because she has kids. She has a job. She, You can't take the tests only when they're scheduled and you have to take the practical like in california or somewhere was the soonest one she could get into so we gave her a really lenient um timeline mm -hmm. that day came went and that's when i came back to visit so it had nothing to do okay. with you well then i'm glad to hear that um, thank you we and i'm sorry i made accusations 
specifically. I see that. And I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize to you okay. for not knowing all the details. And that's from where I'm sitting, there's been a lot of disturbing things, and I lumped you into something yes. without knowing all the details. And you're not the only one who has. So I would appreciate, yeah. as we move forward, you guys saying you can yeah. trust Jan. Jan is here, yeah. and I, I feel like I could integrity. move forward with you based on this conversation, but I cannot move forward with Josh so, Tiger. Absolutely not. So what will? Okay, so to be fair to Josh, I know it's and it, there might not be an answer today. No, I can give I you an answer. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure I'm done with the Kayla thing. Are yes, we done with the Kayla thing. You and I, I are mean, done with the it Kayla like, thing. Like I don't ever want to hear it. I don't know again. that it won't ever come back again. But you've answered a lot of the questions and concerns that I had, and I have a better understanding Let of me how tell it you happened. This much. It will never happen again. Okay, that was, and Josh will never do it again. You know that they don't even have a copy of my CPR card. There's no administration here. Okay. Well, we should have a yes, copy of your. Yes. Well, everybody. Actually, no, because. Okay. I don't know if we do or not. We don't, because I Every never gave it. Every month. Yeah. We verify licenses. Okay. So on that verification list, and Barb will. Could, should, will be part of this at some point. Part of our quality control is our license verification. Right. And so yes, I there know was a are... question about how then did Kayla, and again, I'm telling you this more, more than I probably should. I understand but that. I appreciate it. I also feel like it's going to help you understand. Yes. But I also need you to not repeat any of this. I won't. Um, so there's this ver license verification form that we fill out for our QAPI process every month. Mm -hmm. um, the HSA fills it out, or the director of nursing, whomever. I mean, it could be anybody, but somebody verifies licenses every month, not just once a year, because things can change. Yeah. You can have somebody whose license gets in trouble. Yeah. They get a DUI. We don't know about it. Whatever it is. Yeah. So that's why we do it every month. Okay. I've never seen a company that does it every month. But we turn that in, and it, we verify. Um, it's freezing in here. <laughs> um, we verify whatever license you have. Doctors, dentist, RN, LPN. So the question was. How did that miss? How did mm -hmm. Kayla not show up on that list? Mm -hmm. She didn't show up on that list because she was hired as a med tech. She wasn't hired as a paramedic. But she was represented as a paramedic. Right. So and so I would absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and can we do that? Yes. Like let's say I understand. Let's say we have a nurse who it hasn't passed her board yet. Mm -hmm. Can we hire her as an RN and pay her as an RN? Yes, we can. If we put contingent upon you passing your boards. You can hire her as an RN prospect. Yeah. yeah. But not an RN. Right. Yeah. And so you can pay her as an RN. RN. And, yes. and you can pay her as an RN. So yes, none of this was malicious. None of this, I mean, I would no. hate to think that, but I if, if it wasn't, not. it just happened. We are short-staffed, and sometimes when you see somebody and you get them, you're like, great, paramedic. Because I love having a paramedic on the team. 
four. Oh, I love emergency Jake. Emergency response. Jake, has, he has a lot of knowledge I don't have. He's amazing. They, they we do. work really well yes. together. Yeah, I really worked well in the ER for years, and it was me and a paramedic, and I would have it taken. It nice to be staff nurse paramedic. Yeah, and that's my yes. other issue. So now so, they're bringing in Javier, which I think, you know, I've had issues with my schedule. I don't think Josh has recognized that he's now hired three of us to work Thursday night, but only Tonessa works by herself Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We were talking about that today. So there's just a lot of... Like, so Javier's... Uh, so Javier LPN. is an LPN, Jay so LPN. now he's, his, he's got it so that you will have... Well, for now, Josh, and I haven't been updated what Javier's schedule is going to be so he's going to be in school full time so at the outset when he first was hired was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. So I don't know where that ended up. Josh, all I know is Josh was going to, Josh was going to check with him and see what his schedule is. Um, that's the last I heard. So I don't know where he's going to fall. It might be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But does it make sense to put two, like, wouldn't oh. it make more sense to have your RNs yeah. with an LPN oh, yeah. and Absolutely. then, like, Absolutely. to me that makes the most so, sense. Yeah. There's just some common sense stuff that isn't happening, and then there's a lot of other really important stuff that's not happening. So, I actually feel very relieved now having talked to you, and I, I'm glad we did. Good. Yeah. Good, because I am passionate about what I do. And I I'm sorry, I absolutely, you. well, you're not the only one, and it breaks my heart. I'm sure it does. I would feel bad um, if someone misjudged me or assumed something about my character that's not true. Because for someone to say, like, last time I was here, well, we don't trust you. Well, I, I, not, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like guilt by association, I, know, I think. I know and, that. And now that I've talked to you and seen for myself, you and I have never had really no, a conversation, and this is a huge relief because... Um, I will take care of what needs to be taken care of. I appreciate I am working. I know it might not happen on my timeline. Yes. And that's where you have to give us some grace and give us some assumed good intent. I will. I will not allow a problem to carry on here. Okay. There has been. You have my word. It won't carry on with me. I've been trying to fix things. I've been trying it, to come up with but systems. We need to do to, it in a healthy yeah. way. We need to yes. do it. We need to be communicating. Yes. We need to be working together instead of against each other. Absolutely. And that's why I'm here today. Yeah. I and drove here last night to be here today. So <laughs> I, I appreciate drive home it. tonight because I have something tomorrow. I appreciate so, it. Um, you're important to me, and this site's important to me. It means a lot that you're here today to have this and conversation. I. Vital core, and I know you don't feel this yet, but Vital core is such an exceptional company to work for. And I want you guys to know that. I want you to feel it, and it's coming. Okay. But I, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt right now. Thank you. Not you, but Vital core. You, you. You've already established well, who I, you are with me. So I think both. You yeah. can do both. Um, but what I need from you, and you're going to have to think about this, I think. Mm -hmm is can I continue to show up and be professional and not bring it to work? Is that what you're asking? Uh -uh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is the question, but 
can you trust me to know that I am working with Josh on his shortcomings, on things he can do differently, on things he needs to do differently to be successful, knowing the same kind of thing. It's a timeline. It's a plan. It's a, I can't share it. No. I, as long as he's at this facility, I won't be able to work under him. That's just kind of where I do have to draw the line for some personal reasons. Um, just for my own safety. Could you give it six months? Could you no, give it? I certainly can't. I can't give it six weeks or six days. I, I can work my shifts this week if I don't have to have any interactions with him. And I'm happy to do that. And I think everyone here, the deputies and staff, can speak to the fact that I'm professional and I do a good job. No, I, I don't I question won't, that at all. I won't continue to talk about it. But no, I can't work under Josh in any way, shape, or form. Because right now, I can't make that change, and that's not an option. I know, and it's and it's bigger than a decision that could be made in this room in a moment anyway. Yes. I understand that. Yes. I do understand that. Um, so in the interest of time, I guess what I'm willing to say is I'll be here for my shifts this week with a good attitude and professionalism, and maybe we can revisit it. Or I, I will give you some time um, when you come to a decision. If you can let me know, I I will get my notice properly. I don't want to, um, you know, I think I've established a good working rapport with most of the people here, and I don't want to ruin that on my way out. And I hate that to be the option, because I do see you as a potential leader of the group and a solid piece of... And I would love to be in a, in a position here to do that in an unofficial position because I don't want any kind of part of administration or anything. I like teaching and I like being a nurse well, yeah, and I like, yeah. but I don't want to be part of management, right? And I'm not management material. I don't have the right personality for it. But I, 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 I will support you guys. I won't be actively, um, you know, trying to sabotage things. I'll just be working patiently waiting to hear from you if that's okay with you. Yes. I mean, I for feel now, like that's the I best feel, I can I feel say like that's today. all you can give me. Today. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. And maybe maybe in a week I'll feel differently okay. if I see some things changing. I to me there's nothing that will change my mind about Josh due to some things that have already happened. Do you feel like those are things um, we could work through, talk through? No, there's no moving forward just, for me and Josh. I, I can't. It's just so hard. I, I have to have my boundaries for my own mental health and peace and safety, and that's a hard line I'm drawing. I cannot work for him, with him, or have him anything to do with the site. Have you told me all the reasons? I believe I've told you most of them. The important ones, there's discussions that we've had that you aren't privy to, but I mean, I don't have proof of it. It's just my word against him, but I just, I know for myself that I can't work for or with him.
which is sad. And just so you're aware, he blamed Michaela's situation on you. He said he wanted to fire her, but it was you that made her stay. So all of this is your problem. I wasn't going to put that out there because it's not really productive, but I've just been getting a lot of runarounds. There's not, well, a lot of dishonesty. My role is not who is hired here. Right. My role is to hold the people accountable. Right. But, yeah, I don't even know what to say. So, so I don't. it's 5.30. I'd like to leave. Would you like to leave? <laughs> I bet you would like to leave. I'm really glad we talked. I really do appreciate you. If I tell you something, you have my word. I would like you to try and give us a try. If it's a no deal and it, you just it's can't. It's for sure it's... a no deal with Josh. I can't negotiate that. I won't and I can't. But I will allow you the time to try to work on it while I still continue to show up. If he sends in his week's not long enough. Right. I'm just call. saying at this point, I'm setting that just a for week. me. It's fine for us to revisit. Uh, yeah, it's not my for expected resolution. To get back together. No. For me to fix. No, I'm not expecting anything. that. I'm not expecting that. I realize that there are laws and there are lots and lots, lots of, things of things that, that I, I do. So I, I can I have, is it fair to say or correct to say that within a week there's a conversation and you can, I mean, just this conversation, you feel much better? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So, if in, a week, so if in a week I still feel good, I'll stay another week. I'm not trying to. Do you feel like you could say, oh, wow, I've seen a change in Josh. He has been communicating no. more. No. That, that bridge has been burned. Uh, trust me, I was holding out hope, but no. Absolutely not. And I give people a long rope, a really long rope. I give people second, third, fourth, fifth chances. I'm out of chances. He's, I know who that person is and I don't want to work for him or with him. But I will continue to support Vital Core. I'll continue to show up to work. I will not be part of the gossiping problem. It's a real problem here, and I don't know how. I, I have, I I have talked to an attorney. You should know that. I told Josh directly that I was going to. Um, there's some wage stuff that's not right, not necessarily with me, but there's other people. There shouldn't be anything. There is. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, I've gone through every single employee here. Well, I'll let other people speak for their self, for themselves. I'm rebalanced. I'm just speaking for myself at this point. But I don't think there's any. I'm just for your information. I, I hope so, and I don't any, know it for a fact. No, I, I went through it last time I was here. So last when was I here? Two weeks, three weeks ago. I went through line item by line item and made sure that. Everybody was where they needed to be based on their license, their experience, and how long they've worked here. And everybody, so, we made a couple changes. So it, it could be right now. 
I know one thing that happened on this last payroll was that Amy Stuckman was promised some bonuses she didn't get and shorted a bunch of overtime pay because of the way that the payroll pay period changed. I it know. It should still be on this next one. Well, for her, so she's planning a wedding and she's trying to pay for things as she goes and it's been very stressful. And then Josh said in front of other employees when she asked him about it, I can front you some money if you're short, which mortified her. So, and I'm not. This payroll thing has been a pain. There's, in the neck, there's a lot but, of issues that aren't mine, and I'll stay right, out of those. Right. Um, the only issue I have at this moment is with Josh. And every single one of those things. With I'm, Josh and with some nurse, a nurse who's not sober, that I've raised this concern before, I'm going to keep raising it. At work or at when work. she took it at home. work. I've come to replace her. She doesn't know who's been sent out to the hospital. She told me she had a migraine and had to lay down for three hours and couldn't remember anything. This happens all the time. All the time. I only know of it through Amy telling me this week when I work with her. That on top of saying her vaping, she's late, she calls off every single week. It's she needs help. I think she's a very nice person. I really like her personally, and it makes me sad to have to say well, that. Well, I'll look into it. Yeah, I'd um, appreciate it because the rest of us are sober. And well, absolutely. Yeah. We all need to be sober. Yeah. It's pretty sad when your nurse looks like one of your intakes. Sure. sure. And it's obvious to everyone, not just the nursing staff. Okay. Okay. Well, I can work on that. Yeah, I just know there um, was an incident and accusations made, and then I'm I'm not involved in anything really in any kind of decision making or anything. No. Which, um, you know, it's just topsy turvy right now. Which it is, and you need to be. And I've had those discussions, and I'll continue to have those discussions, and I'll be here as much as you need me here. I can't stay longer this week, but. Um, well, I don't know how to, you know, right now. But until you guys have schedules. Right. I mean, there has to be some grace in that right now. There does. Um, you know, because I'm coming and going, he's coming and going. It's like bye bye. I know. Whatever. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I have grace for that. I can't. And, you know, you bring up the licensing. Um, and I can tell you, I have about 20 halfway projects done and I cleaned out the license of the old ones and then I haven't been able to get the new ones. But I will say, I just bring my stuff in. Catch it, just send yeah. me her stuff. I mean, people yeah. just bring it in. Yeah. And so, the, and I'm willing it. to help with problem solving and making things run smoothly. So don't think I'm just coming well, to you with problems. I have been trying to help with I, the nursing I see part that of when things. when we had our meeting, okay. I'm like, she could be a leader. She could yeah, really be the, an asset. And so what I you're saying really is not my best self. Love you to Amy would be perfect. Find a way to reconsider. I I give it some time. I will. I will. We're committing to. I a will. Week. My 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 mind still says no on Josh. Okay, that's but fine. that doesn't necessarily mean that's where I'll but, be in a week. But probably. I, but as far as everything well, that's else, okay. But yeah, I would really love to see. I really want everyone to be successful, and I know everyone can't be. Yeah. So I'm not oblivious yeah. to that. 
but um, it's not my nature to kick someone when they're down. I do try to help people struggling, employees. And, and we all not. have weaknesses and we all have strengths and we all have bad days and good days. Okay. So, um, but we're all humans and we all tell ourselves stories and we fill in the blanks. And it's easier to listen to the negative and um, validate the negative than it is the positive. So I guess I'm, for this week, I'm gonna give you an assignment. Okay. I'm willing to do it. Okay. Find <clears throat> one positive thing that Josh did in a day each day you worked. Okay. Well, I appreciate much that. No, he's already done some positive things putting together the training I'm really and getting the handbook to me, but that was only because I threw a big shit fit. Do you understand? Kind yeah, but I see why you say yeah, that. Yeah, that the timing of it seems very coincidental with when I started calling out. I know, and and it had it no, it had nothing to do with it. Because I'm like, what? Um, but yes, I can I, I can see some here, positive things about him. I do think he has a lot of knowledge and within within vital four. Josh worked here, and then Josh went to Minnesota or somewhere, and then Josh came back here. At in between that, before he went to Minnesota, he was my boss. And so, sorry to say it out loud, but that terrifies me. So he was. So then he went to Minnesota. <laughs> Things didn't really work out. Um, I don't really know why, but Viola is one of, Viola is our CEO, Viola is one of the most fair, caring, honest, integrity people, person I've ever met. I can't even tell you, and I came with my own baggage like we all do. We all have bad experiences that, you know, feeds into our stories. And I had all that too. But in the three years I've worked here, I've never seen one red flag, one miss. She doesn't misspeak. Whatever she says yeah. is going to happen. It's just okay. amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, it's amazing. Good. So, um, and I feel like, you know, it's kind of, I feel like a used car salesman when I'm talking about it because I'm very like this is what I've been looking for for my entire nursing career. So I have to give her. I have to trust that Viola knows more than me when it comes to Josh being here. So that is yeah. Much as I can say about but that, she also but hasn't she, been aware of what's been going on. Oh yes, she has. With him Every step of the way, I'm not answering emails or calls or well, texts no, and all not of that, that piece, not okay. that piece, because I didn't really know that. Yeah. Piece. Um, but I need to know those things. So yeah. I need. I don't want you guys running and tattling to me. Yeah. Because this is Josh's site, and yeah. he needs to run it. Right. He needs to run it. Right. And so not then. Yeah. So, um, 
when did we like time I don't even know now. But we had a chat with Barb and some Josh yeah, and maybe three weeks a month ago. What, what was when well, because I've been back again yeah. since then. So it was the time before, so it was the time before that. So, so let's say it was, was it two just, months ago that we really. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to back up just a minute. I know you want to go home, but I really want to iron this out. Um, so when Josh came back from Minnesota, and came to Canyon, became mine. Um, his title changed. Your dynamics changed. Our dynamics yeah. changed. We worked well together. Mm -hmm. um, but it was awkward. And there was never a real Jan's your boss, this is this, you know. So mm -hmm. um, until probably two months or four months or so ago, I'm like, we can't continue. Yeah. This isn't working. Yeah. You know, I have to, I kept getting blindsided by things that were happening. People were confused about what was his title. Just all these things I should not be telling you. But. Well, they're confused about his title because he tells people he's the VP of. Still? Yes. Still since, let's say, two months? Over in a suit or in a tie and a, and a slacks, and he's, you know, it's like, you're working a shift. Are you coming in? And he can still refer to being a VPO, which is neither here nor there to me. I don't care. But again, it's misleading. It's not true. He's a DO, he's a director of operations, is what he is. So maybe that's. Oh, so that if he says that, that is true. I don't think that's but what that he said, has though. been. But but regardless, in the it, past, it, it was the title was yeah. there, and then okay, so it's kind of semantics. So it is. I mean, it is, it but is. it matters. Yeah. Um. So. So there was that confusion of just. Yeah. So that's where I had to just put my yeah. faith in so my own letters. So negotiating your working relationship under the new kind of circumstances. Word. Not now. Yeah. Not yeah. now. Not at all now. Yeah. So this is why I'm trying to say please yeah. give I, me, I will. Please I will. Give I'm really, minute. really glad that we talked because um, I had a nasty taste in my mouth for vital core, but I, I see tell. now it's just specific to one person. So I um that line has been drawn the Expectations have been set. We have a corrective action plan we're working on. Um, I've seen change in him in this past week, and yeah, I know I've only been one yeah, week. Yeah, I, I acknowledge it. It's but I'm going to be yeah. on it, okay. so that we don't slide backwards. Okay. And if we are sliding backwards, I need to know. But okay. um, I'll try not to. I'll just so over this next week, I'm just going to do my work and wait patiently. How's that? Yes, but I can okay. guarantee you he's not going to be out of that position next week. I understand. That. Okay. I, I do have realistic expectations okay. as far as that goes. I know. But 
we will see results and we will see differences here because we have to. Yeah. This is a good site. It this is, is a yeah, good team. Amazing employees yeah. here. And some got a great amazing team. security just team. Got great providers. A couple, you know, yeah. that are lost. Lost yeah. their way. And so um, <clears throat> I'm here to help you with that. I feel that now and I appreciate it. Barb, what can I do for you? I can tell you're sort of um, defeated. Is that not the right word? Um, tired? Tired? Um, it's exhausting. And Amy and I have, because Amy's been part of my exhaustion machine. Yeah, I've been I mean, a I problem child. I get yoga. Yeah. But I, I was doing it for a while because she's the only person, not yelling, but I not would yelling. come and just, she, when she would come don't, to replace me, I would just dump on her. And, you know, I, and I, she I got the it. brunt of a lot of you know, what, it's, yeah, it's really her I mean, feelings. My that position she, right now is very confusing because I'm the dealer, but I'm not the dealer. I know. I'm responsible yeah, for has, all this stuff, but I have no voice yep. in any of this stuff. She's not included. I, they, people come and talk to me, but I don't know what's going on. And when I have to tell... And I'll, you're sitting here, I'm going to use you as an example. When Amy comes up, I don't know. I was involved in the conversation. Mm -hmm. I, and then I go, why isn't my director of nursing involved in every okay. aspect of everything and that goes so on? And so partly, part of that, and this has been another discussion I've had, is in Josh's mind, he feels like he's protecting you. No. But you're not. No, he's making it he's harder not. for me. He's I, making it harder for himself. He's making it harder for you, and he's making it harder and for you. And his staff splitting, because right. we can't get a straight answer from anybody, and right. therefore there's no policies in writing. Nobody will put anything you in writing. You have those. They're all we do now. We do now. Okay, so. So to be, I'm, I'm going to give John concerns here. I mean, he was working on that. He was working on that. So. Well, and that caused, a, that caused a problem, because, you know, which I don't know. I mean, he chose to work nights, and I think maybe he thought he'd get more done yeah. at nights, which you're not going to get anything done here like that. No, you can't. But he started working on policies before everything really oh got to be a mess, and then everything kind of ground to a halt. Yeah. I mean, it's like I've got stuff for um, emergency boxes. It's all stacked there. I can't get a minute. Yeah. I can't get the batteries changed on yeah. it. You know, I can't yeah. get the license. I got the yeah. old ones out, and then yeah. it's like, you know, I, so I can, see I can give some. I can give some grace there, and I will defend him there. I, I and she has defended him when I. Okay, that's when true. she's been able to. She has done that just this week. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm fairly there. I can. I mean, I know when I'm messing up. I know when my attitude isn't very good either. Yeah, we all do. I mean, and again, I mean, and we've talked about this. I don't know that Josh and I are the right team. And I don't know if it's it's probably both of us at yeah. this point. Um, and I'm very willing to say that just because of my frustration. Um, you know, I've got, and I'm going to, you brought up Amy. I'll bring up Amy. She comes to me bawling. She's humiliated that day. She's humiliated in front of everybody when the boss oh, is like, Met Amy. Amy. When the boss was, oh, you want a hug? Oh, yeah, I can ask for the hug. Did he have to front some money to you? I was like, that's humiliating to people. And I don't think he means 
Yeah. No, it's it's not something malicious, just no, to be clear. It's not. It's, just, it's incompetent it's and it's unprofessional. Like, I think for him, what I figured out is it's insecurity. Well, he's very concerned about being liked. I know that. And he's not, unfortunately. And that's not because of a personal situation. I think personally, he's probably a very nice person. Yes. I don't have any problem with him personally. I don't know him personally. He's my boss. Yeah, you don't watch that. That's where the problem is. Well, and I think, and I, and I, I think this hurt runs deep for some people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, very deep. Like, Phil Pastor Amy. Yeah, very deep. You know, you go in, and of course, the Kayla thing, it's the Kayla thing, the Kayla thing. Oh, my but, God. But, you know, when she comes in and says, can I even just get a dollar raise? No. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why can't you, why can't there be a discussion about a dollar or when you find out that you, which is a clerical error, that you haven't been paying the staff their shift diff for seven months, and then they wait a week, and they come back in and they say, hey, did you get that fixed? Oh, I forgot. Well, if that was your money, you wouldn't have forgotten. You should have done it right there, right in front of that employee, so they would have seen it. And, and she's like that, not making RN wages. I know. No, I know. But and that was fixed, yeah. but it was. I, yeah, I it's the, the, the hurt the, feeling. I get the hurt. No, I get that. It's, so some of this hurt, and the Kayla thing hurt people. Oh, oh it did. It, it's it unbelievable. Yes. I don't want That's to continue it's spreading rumors. That's why I say it will never happen again in my lifetime anywhere. Yeah. Something I don't like know that. that it's ever going to be settled here. Yeah. And maybe not. You know, but um, I hope so. But I, I, I just, I think it's because the hurt has run so deep in so many people, and again, some of it's perception, some of it's gossip, yeah. um, some of it's our own bias, our own, right. you know, your story, your whatever. Mm -hmm. Some of it is all of that, but the end result is, is you know, I've got people coming to me in tears very upset angry and I, I i don't know right you know and you know i told josh something right like you, you really need to oh any paycheck or her bonus or whatever it was i said you, you really need to make that right and they said you know whatever and so i walk out and i hear him tell a staff member oh i'm gonna go back to my office gotta deal with the drama and it's like so the drama that was created by him. by him, and and he wasn't malicious and not giving her a bonus. He wasn't sitting there going, "Ha ha!" Yeah, but it's like, but she feels mistreated, and she yeah. has been mistreated. She has. She cuts these people's hair when they're disabled or too old. She comes to us appropriately with she concerns about people's care. Oh, I, yeah, she's amazing. She's, but and so to see her feeling so, so sad. I, all of what I was saying, just to say that you working with Josh is wonderful, and I appreciate that. Um, I know you didn't like hearing what I said last time when you were here and we sat and talked. I know that wasn't, wasn't easy to say, and it wasn't easy to hear and so I, I appreciate that but people 
it's going to be hard to get people's trust and faith back. It's going to be really mm -hmm. hard. So, and I'm sure you know that. Okay. So, I mean, but I guess it's just the reality of the situation. It's going to be hard to get trust and faith back. It is. And so, I'm asking you to. I will. I'm putting my trust in you because I have given you really more information than I really should have. But I feel like it's almost necessary I think so to get beyond. I'll do my part to change the narrative and the attitude. Um, no, and, so, and, and there, there has to be someone more than one who can actively and convincingly and mean it to say, hey, things are going on in the background, work is happening, things are being, being done. And I think that's what people want to know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think most people want the grimy details of exactly what it is. They just want to know that. Well, that's what you said. It's a trust level. Yes. It's a, it creates a safe environment to work. And when that's not there, it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get beyond. Well, I don't know if we can, but um, we need to try. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's everybody. Everybody has a, at some point, everyone's going to have a decision to make. Mm -hmm. You know, all of us, we're all going to have a decision to make. And then you make the decision and, and do or don't, whatever it is. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's really been a lot of, it's a lot of bad faith. A lot of bad faith. Mm -hmm. And we all know, and I've said this once today, um, It'll take 10, mm -hmm. at least 10 positives to get rid of yeah, one of those yeah. negatives. Yeah. But today is one of them for me. So thank you. Yeah, a big positive. And no, I appreciate it too because I, I know, or I guess I've had to accept the fact that it's, I get pulled in because of the association. <coughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you get a really, you get a one version of what's going on and nobody else gets to add to the version. And I think staff need to know that their version is as equally appreciated. Well, and it is, because I hope they know <laughs> that, because, but, but they should, because of two times ago when I was here and met with everybody. Not me though. No, and I didn't, I didn't meet with you. Meet with you. No. And that was where so we got I, off wrong and I'm sorry. I met with that be a bigger deal. Most everyone. And heard, you know, many things and heard several consistent things and heard many of the things I hope you noticed in the meeting. But I'm gonna throw something back and I, I and I'm not after Josh. I'm not after his job. I don't want to be the reason I was someone, but he stands up there and tells us how we have to be nice to our patients when we took yeah. away he acted in a room and I think you were told this. Don had to get out. One of the officers had to get out because Josh liked to antagonize him mm -hmm. to get him to forget about his chest injury. So, so that's how fine and dandy that everybody, so we're all sitting there knowing this and he's up there telling us how we mm -hmm. have to be good and decent people. Mm -hmm. um, I also had one of the, I believe it was a call officer, it might have been an NAMPA officer, but Corporal Hayes will know because he was there, tell me that Josh yelled at him about something that happened in the intake room. And I said, I was kind of confused and I go, what? 
I'm like, who yelled at you? And he's like, your boss yelled at one of the officers during an intake because he said, no crash, no force. And I don't, I still didn't understand it. And Corporal Hayden should have said, don't worry about it. But So the big issue is the person standing up front telling us to be on time. Be professional. Like every, yeah, every, every single day. He really does. Matter of fact, she left. I left every single time. I was like, there's two other people here. I'm yeah. leaving. I would I pass him say, at, at 10 or 15 after on my way to my car. He's just coming in with his coffee, looking on his phone, not so in a hurry to get to work. That's the problem. He's at front telling us to be on time, and he's in front telling us leaders to be lead by example and patient to oh, have that discussion. So um, he's telling us also when he's not he's not doing those things, and so that's a problem. And I don't know, you know, he may have some things going on in his life that are that he's struggling with himself. I don't know, but. That's where the disconnect is happening. Because right. as I was sitting there listening, I thought, wait a minute. You know, you were not on time for a single shift last week. Mm -hmm. So that those of us who were working that night shift, mm -hmm. we were here 10 or 15 minutes later than we had to be. I've got a 30 minute drive home. That 10 or 15 minutes makes mm -hmm. a huge difference. Oh, sure. That's huge. Mm -hmm. And now my drive coming to work is an hour versus half an hour. So that makes a huge difference for me to get home and get some sleep. Um, and I don't mind walking right at 6, as long as I can walk and give you my report and walk out here at 6, 10, 6, 15, I don't care, but when you're walking in at 6, 10, 6, 15, now I'm not getting out until 6, 30. Sure. I mean, that makes a big difference to me, and that may be a pathetic little whiny thing. No, no, it's big. It's big. It's, it's when you're the leader, you have to lead, yeah, lead by example, but you have to over-exaggerate. So like the leader needs to be there to be on time needs to be there 15 minutes early. It, you know, just all those, all those little, little things, things, things. things. over-communicate, over whatever. But, but yeah, I mean, I, um, I could care less. If you're replacing me at six and you walk in right at six, yeah, I could care fine. less. I, I mean, walk in one minute before. I'm going to, I'll have my, everything ready. I'll be prepared to give you shit. There was one day he was running late, and instead of just calling us or texting one of us, he called security to tell them he was going to be late because he didn't want to deal with me in Rolando, I guess. I don't know. But I was just like, you don't even have the decency to communicate directly with us. You call well, security. That's the expectation of you. So, yes. You know. Okay. I, so I that's, see that's, that what, that's where the disconnect is happening. The person right. standing in front of the room is not showing those things. And he's not a terrible The emperor has no clothes at this point. Nobody has confidence in him, not security and not the staff. I'll just say it. So, yeah, not saying this to say that he's a bad person. Yeah, he's not a bad person. He's a bad HSA. Or anything like that. But if you're going to stand in front of your staff, you better check those boxes. I'm sure. First. You know, and just to go, sorry, white. I mean, well, okay, but, but mm -hmm. come on, you can't. A one-off is fine, no. but it's a pattern of behavior, oh. which is disrespectful to the rest of us sure. who show up on time. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been guilty of. Okay, now it's it. I got six. Yeah, I got.
So hey, I appreciate anyway. meeting with you today. I appreciate um, it too. I really do. I we, know it takes time to really our next touch base how would you like that to look i i'm just gonna lay low for a bit and just focus on work and just focus on the things i can do to make my shift more enjoyable and working with me yes and i'll just great thing. i'll just wait to hear from you if two weeks go by and i haven't heard from you then maybe i'll reach out but i'll just let you know sometimes and Thank you for having a great with me as well as I know you. I have a little appetite.